Hello and welcome to episode 81 of No Other Crack Pod. Howdy. What is the crack this week? Do you know what's been stuck in my head actually all week when I said howdy there? Mm-hmm. You know that new Beyonce song? It's not stuck in my head yet, but I do know the Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. Or were you thinking of a different one? No, no, I know the one. And they're all doing the dance to it. Mm. She's doing country. Yeah. Darren, what's your view on it? Do you care? I haven't heard it yet. What? You probably have, Darren, like, because it's I never off the radio. I haven't, I don't listen to music on the radio. Oh, right. You're All so right. cool. Okay, <laughs> hipster king. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, like, I couldn't give you a hook out of it. I, I don't know if, I, I, I haven't <laughs> heard it. Okay, okay. No, if it came on, I could I'd probably identify Beyonce singing a country song. Yeah. But I have no uh, memory of ever hearing it. Okay, <laughs> you can listen to it for next week for your homework. Okay. To be fair, I haven't, <coughs> I haven't heard past the first 20 seconds, I'd say. Mm. But seems to be popping. Is it it's a good song? Uh, again, I haven't listened to past the first 20 seconds, but it's... It's meant to be very catchy. It's anyway. catchy. It's an earworm. Mm. All the kind of country fans are putting up memes and videos about it being like, oh yeah, she's, everyone's going to love country now because Beyonce's done a country song. But And then part of me is like, yeah, but you just don't even like country. Like that's not even real country. There's <laughs> a lot of people like country. Yeah. I feel like it's so much of an earworm though. It's like, you know, in The Simpsons, that Ivan et Nia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just has some kind of really addictive hook or just something. Yeah. Something we should play it backwards. Yeah. Paul is dead. Yeah, there could be some join the Navy. <laughs> did, you, did you ever go down that rabbit hole with the Beatles? Paul is dead. No, I've heard of this, but no, I never <laughs> went down the rabbit hole. We'll leave that for another episode. Mm. Uh, so you watched very little. Yeah, so my TV guide's probably a wee bit late. The only thing I watched was a movie on Netflix called Far Away. And I don't know, did you see the thumbnail for that or anything? No. It's, it was quite good. Um, I think it might be foreign language and dubbed. Um, How But like it didn't, know? I think it was at the start, but it was, you know, like the movie was quite good that I, I, I may have forgotten then. Because you know the way that would normally annoy me. Were you wearing your glasses? I was wearing. I wasn't wearing my glasses for all of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's called Far Away. It's a comedy romance. It's on Netflix at the minute, and it's when a woman inherits a house on a Croatian island. She embarks on a spur of the moment trip to reignite her joy in life. So it's this woman. She's a mum. She's in her fifties, maybe, and her husband is treating her like dirt. Or teenage daughter's treating her like dirt or dad's treating her like dirt and it's her mother's funeral and they're all just treating her like an absolute doormat um and then the next thing she finds out that her mum has left her a house in croatia so she heads away to like sort that all out and leave her like horrible family behind um and in the meantime her husband kind of is on the precipice of leaving her for a young chef that he works with and stuff and then she starts to like kind of find love in Croatia and um, it's really like it's just a light hearted cute little film like I'd give it a solid 
3.5 or 4 ripe avocados because I, I, I flew in and mum recommended it to me and I didn't fully think I would like it, but I enjoyed it. You know, it, it was a heartwarming little movie. It sounds like Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, vibes. it's like a funny Eat, Pray, Love because oh. it's quite comical. It's not too deep or anything like that. It is oh. a comedy. like Far, far away. Uh, far away. <laughs> Just oh. far away. <laughs> I was thinking of Shrek or something yeah. there. <laughs> um, oh, actually, another thing I watched that was good for a few minutes, for like 15 minutes or whatever, was the Tommy Tiernan show. Because on Saturday night um, on the RT Instagram, I noticed them posting about yes. the guests that were on. And it was a girl um, that I'm quite friendly with, like an Instagram friend, Nessa Hurley. And I knew of the story where she was born in a mother and baby home in the 80s and adopted. And uh, in recent years, she kind of wanted to start looking for her family roots. And she found her sister, who was also born in a mother and baby home a few years earlier. Um, so her biological sister, they have the same mother, obviously, but different fathers, I think. But they found each other and they're like, you know, late 30s and early 40s. And they were already friends. No. Yeah. So they live in two different counties, but... They both kind of worked in the sort of children's lifestyle space on Instagram. Like one was sort of like a parent blogger and the other had, um, she has a brand of kind of leather goods, like leather accessories for mums and babies. And they were friendly for like eight years before they found out their sisters. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was cool. Um, the clip's well worth watching. It was on the Tommy Tiernan show. So one of them has met their mother. And they just came across really well. Like they were very just forgiving and obviously they wanted to absolve their biological mother of any guilt that she might have. And they were fully respectful and acknowledged how hard life must have been for her. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if there was much interest there in like having a, what the hell, having a relationship with her or any, with the, their mother or mm -hmm. anything. But they were just kind of saying, you know, if she was watching, like they... Both went on to have really fulfilled, happy lives and they found each other as sisters, which they're delighted about. Um, but it was just really interesting. They were saying neither of them, well, no, Nessa only was interested in finding out about her kind of biological roots in recent years when she started having kids. That's kind of what spurred her on to find out more. And her sister then, she had been looking for um her biological mother or any siblings or anything since she was 18 and then they only just found each other kind of thing so and good. how did they find each other um they go through all of it in the episode on tommy Chernin, but i think some kind of register came out in recent years that publicized a lot more information than ever before so you were fit to access your um kind of your family data from the mother and baby homes i don't know if that was okay. always publicly accessible because so. i was just thinking on that you know that 23 and me mm. the dna testing mm -hmm. that's i would be afraid to do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because i don't know you just don't know what would crop up i know what would come out of the woodwork i suppose yeah. you have to want to or you have to be like really open to the risk of yes, finding the things yeah. out yeah and like luckily for them it was a really nice story but i suppose it won't always be you know and even maybe then they might have had different expectations of mm -hmm. what would happen with their mother and everything but it was very interesting yeah 
Oh yeah, I must look at that now because I've seen you sharing it. That was good. Uh, I watched very little. <laughs> the only thing I am absolutely better when I say I watched very little, I watched a lot of kin. <laughs> I am bet into it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking again then. So, you know, there were, there was two seasons and they were saying, oh, the third season, apparently it's not going to happen. But they haven't, actually haven't completely outruled it. <laughs> You'll be starting a petition so, now. <laughs> I think it's just all the main characters. They were in a contract, a three year contract from 2020. Mm-hmm. And then they just said, because it's elapsed and they're all big stars now and they have their own. Oh, yeah, they mightn't come back to it. Gonna, yeah. Maybe they would, though. If there's enough interest. Maybe they could just do the third season and, you know, like home and away, just switch out the characters. <laughs> <laughs> or bare standards do that a lot, too. <laughs> there's been so many bands. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so maybe they could do that mm-hmm. just to get the story finished. Yeah. But I haven't finished the second season, but season one was amazing. Oh, that's good. And um, maybe like a quarter of the way through season two. But it mm. is so good. But I didn't realise one of the main characters is Daredevil. You know that Daredevil show? I don't know if I know that show. It was on Netflix. And I don't know what platform it's on now. But he's very... What's on Disney? Charlie Cox. He's the main... He's an English actor. Mm. But maybe I'll just start watching that after just to Mm. get my fix. Mm -hmm. But Kin for the win. Kin for the win. So mm. good. You never watched it. No. Yeah. Maybe and I feel like so many people have watched it and it's like that's old news. But if you haven't yeah. watched it, that go on RT yeah. player and just that's very good. So it's an RT player. You're a big fan of the RT. We're all big fans of the RT player. Really? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I think it's great. Can't fault it. Can't fault it. And they actually have shows on it now, like series. Mm. So yeah. I was just on too many platforms, paying too many subscriptions. I actually mm. got rid of Prime Video there. Oh, did you? I feel bad because it's just I can't watch it all, you know? Maybe if I was sitting <laughs> in. I know. So many streaming platforms, so little time. It is yeah. the worst one, Prime. Prime, yeah. Yeah. But it, but like it's it has some good shows. Oh, I also got rid of Disney. <laughs> Oh, we could never get rid of Disney. No, no, you can't when you have a little person in the house. Yeah. We could never really get rid of any. Because we I could w- get rid of them all more. <sighs> Plus Sky. Get rid of you. You <laughs> 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 Um Darn what? We have to get rid of them all. Plus Sky. Well, get rid of them all. Plus Sky. What are we going to watch? YouTube. Well, teenagers oh, don't know <laughs> how lucky they are. Like, when I was growing up, it was RT1, Network 2, and TG Cahar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you lived in Dahmore, you didn't even get the RTs. You didn't get there. So you had to rely on r- tips. T- <laughs> Darren watched tips. so many tips so many times. Like, what were the ones? Uncle Buck. Babe. We had, <laughs> babe we had Gordy. Big Daddy. Oh, and Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gordy was the lesser known talking pig yeah. <laughs> Then we used to rent tapes from Tamni Shop Really? Yeah Was it like It wasn't like a franchise 
like a chart. <laughs> I was extra vision and manager. Like, what a bad deal for a franchisee. I know where I'll open. Tap me. Was, <laughs> was it just a handful of tapes? Do you know, like a lot of shops had like um had like tapes for rent. Um, did did Boyce's ever? Yeah, Sean McLafferty. Sean McLafferty uh, used to have tapes for rent. Might have been before your time in Curry Garden. Yeah. Before my time. So I remember being very young and trying to rent one. It was like. 15s or something and the person in the shop saying no i don't know if this is suitable for you (laughs) (laughs) what were you trying to rent rent? probably terminator or something Ah. (laughs) it's funny when you mention that because i was watching a video on youtube i don't even know how i got onto it maybe in the last couple of weeks but it was a video of someone going into a chartbusters mm-hmm I think it was like in the 90s, but they had video recorded the whole experience. Oh, nostalgic. And it was just showing them and them all in the blue teacher. Was it? No, Blockbuster. Whatever mm, it is in America. Yeah. And them all taking out the tapes and then bringing it over to the machine and rewinding the tapes. And mm-hmm. what a time to be alive. Yeah, good times. I feel like you value the film more though. Yeah. Oh, you did? Because you're going in and it's such a big decision to decide on one. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we're just taking everything for granted. Yeah. Everything's so disposable these days. Bring back the tapes. And we've got <laughs> choice yes. fatigue. Decision yes. p- making fatigue, yeah. yes. Yeah. God, we've got very morbid there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can't get rid of Paramount Plus because there's actually a show coming out that I want to watch on it now. Um... So, did you watch The Good Wife when it was out? No. Oh, at some point, go back and watch The Good Wife. You will like it. It's such a good show. I'm sorry. Ain't no time. You can make time. <laughs> There's time for flipping everything in this world if you want to make it. Okay. So, make time for The Good Wife, maybe. Um, And then there's a spinoff from The Good Wife called The Good Fight, which was like, five out of five show it's so underrated but i can't freaking find season four anywhere so if any listener can like download it for me illegally anything uh, uh, darren uh, i've tried uh, all our streamers that. scratch that darren I don't we will do nothing illegal well, in this I, house. I don't mind i'll <laughs> go to the slammer as long as i get to watch it like um but anywho seeing kin the prison cells were grim <laughs> there were nothing in them nothing not even a tv but anyway go on um, well, anyway, ne- next at the Good Wife universe, it's like there's another show, another spinoff coming out. This is how good the Good They're Wife really was. They're really milking it, aren't they? But like, <laughs> honestly, so there was a character in it called Elspeth, and she was sorry. Her name was Elspeth, like E L S. Why does it sound like you have a lisp? That's the way her. I know Elspeth. That's her name. B E E L S B E T H. It's very hard to say. So, basically, she was this recurring oh. character in The Good Wife. There'd always be, like, recur- people who would be in it, like, every few seasons they'd come back. Like, Matthew Perry used to be in it a lot. And um, your man from Back to the Future, what do you call him? Fox. Oh, yeah. Michael like, J. Fox? Yeah, loads of people like that would be in The Good Wife, like, on a recurring basis. So, anyway, this character, Elspeth, was really funny and weird and... um. Basically, they're making a whole show about her, and it's going to be on Paramount Plus, so we can't get rid of that because I really want to watch it. Paramount Plus and Prime Video have it's going to the be good on both. Wife. Oh, no, the good have wife. the good no, wife. But they don't have season four. Okay. 
No, I had a look there uh, for the good fight, and it says that it is not available for streaming currently. <laughs> You'd be all right. Anyway, you'll find something in RT player. I want the good fight Anywho, any recommendations this week? I have a recommendation I made chicken wangs Chicken wangs? Chicken wangs (laughs) (laughs) So I love chicken wings When I'm out and about Mm -hmm. With the buffalo, you know the Frank's hot sauce Mm -hmm. So I was really craving them And then I was doing my Dunn's delivery And I popped in my basket the Frank's hot sauce and Eddie Rocket's blue cheese dip. And I also got celery and Ooh. chicken wings. So I was like, I'm going to make chicken wings at home. So I looked up a recipe anyway on YouTube. I looked up a few recipes and I kind of amalgamated the whole lot. So apparently to get good chicken wings, you need to get your chicken wings the, day, the night before, pat them dry with kitchen towel. And let them air dry in your fridge. Mm. Because that makes crispier chicken wings. Mm. Because if you pop them straight in, there's a lot of water in them. Yeah. Anyway, that was my step one. Then the next day, you throw them in a bowl. Put in garlic granules, salt, a bit of corn flour. Shake it all up. Then, a very frightening experience for me. I got a pot. And I had to put oil in it. Because obviously it didn't have a deep oh, prep fryer. Yeah. And I wasn't going to air fry them. Are you glad to hear? Delighted. <laughs> so I was like, I'll get a pot and I'll try and like actually deep fry them. So that went very well. I didn't burn down the house, mm-hmm. but it was terrifying. Mm. The popping. Have you ever? I would never be. Uh, my clumsiness could never. <laughs> I spilled the oil all over myself it was, and wind it up was in hospital. Scary. And then Damien insisted on telling me that's how boat fires start. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not on a boat. But okay. <laughs> And fried the chicken, then you take it out. And then for the Frank's hot sauce, which I just thought was Frank's hot sauce, but apparently not. You have to put in butter in a pan, melt mm-hmm. the butter, then put in your Frank's hot sauce. And then a little squidge of red sauce, ketchup. Oh. Heat that up, then throw it in a pot, shake it all about. Mm-hmm. And had them with blue cheese dip. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely... Unbelievable. Well, I'm hungry now. So some. But Frank's hot sauce, I just crave it every so often. Yeah, I like it too. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I take notions for it. Mm-hmm. But I never knew on the wings that there's butter in it too. And I was like, God, these are not that. And then they're cooked <laughs> in oil and then there's the chicken skin. Oh, and you like think you're eating like protein. Like yeah, it's like, oh, I've got a little <laughs> bit of chicken. It is I'm lard. so lean eating these wings. No, <laughs> like mm. they're... The nest, the little nesties, <laughs> oh, <Darren laughs> but very tasty. Oh, lovely! Well, I do as well. I suppose I do, but it's just I'm quite fussy about wings. Well, these were lovely now. Yeah, your ones sound really nice, but you know when you're like out and about, yeah. I would I hate when they're unless gunky. I know they're yeah, unless See I know they're, they're going to be good. Yeah, or dry. Aye. Oh, right. I would I take like a dry one over a gunky one, like you know the yeah, they're when like they're ca- jelly cartilage. That's the worst if they're all like cartilage. No. <laughs> you can eat anything when it's well done. <laughs> Sorry. Well done, like stupid. cooked well done or like yeah, done like well. Even though, no, well done as in overdone as in Irish mother's doing steak. Oh, just you know, I wouldn't prefer it that out. way, but I would take that over undercooked. 
There's a oh, fine oh, line. Yeah, There's yeah. a balance to be struck. Oh, there is. But, uh, yeah, gunky You'd rather, lines. yeah, the drier side of that balance. Like. But anyway, what were you going to say? And I just started laughing about one time that me and my friend Rebecca were in Nando's and we were eating chicken wings and neither of us wanted to say anything. Oh. And then it, they were like really like cartilagey oh. and, you know, and then eventually I had to like take it out of my mouth because it was that gunky. <laughs> but I still had some in my mouth and she was like, what, what's wrong? And I was like, they're just so cartilagey. Oh. And then we couldn't stop laughing like for about 15 minutes. And we both just took all this thick oh. chicken wing cartilage out of our mouths. And we were raging like. They need to be crispy. Yeah. They were the worst wings I'd ever had. <sighs> so anyway, I recommend, here's your warning, maybe just use a deep fat fryer or an air fryer. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend anyone you know trying to be responsible to for any boat fires. <laughs> Don't burn down your boat, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it, like it was an awful hassle, but it was worth it. I'll probably not do it again for about six months, but it was yeah, it was nice a nice experiment that hmm. way. Yeah, so that was my only recommendation. But the blue cheese dip, the Eddie Rockets blue cheese dip in Duns, because I love the Eddie Rockets garlic dip. I don't know what else I'd take the blue cheese dip with other than chicken wings. Yeah, true. And the thing that kind of got me then, because I looked at the ingredients and it said blue cheese flavoring. So it doesn't actually say there's blue cheese in it. Oh God, ignorance is probably blessed. Yeah, but it was very tasty with the wings. Mm. Their so. dips are nice. Mm, lovely. Well, yeah, now I'm really hungry. Um... I'm going to recommend a book again. I'm still on my book buzz. Do you know what you remind me of? The section on the toy show where the kids come along with the books. <laughs> and you're like, All the nerds. And I, God forgive yes. me. See those little nerds on the toy show? I they used to grow up to be just like me. <laughs> <laughs> the horologist. I'm John Joe, the horologist. <laughs> I used to always switch off at the book part. <laughs> well, I hope our listeners are the same. <laughs> Here's your cue to go to the toilet or like <laughs> do whatever you need to do for five minutes. <laughs> right. And this book especially. Scout, sit down. Wouldn't be for everybody. But it's called The Outrun by Amy Liptrot. What a weird name. But um, how I found out about this book, The Outrun, is that... You know that show Slow Horses that me and Darren were raving about? The yes. main actor in that, um, I think his name's Jack Loudon. I follow him on Instagram now and then I've realised that he's Saoirse Ronan's um, boyfriend. Which is so bizarre. Because wow. like, he just really subtly shares pictures of her the very odd time. Like It's, it's so funny. But anyway... He shared a thing. He's mad into scenery and he's from Scotland and he's all into islands. And obviously, you know, we're obsessed with islands mm -hmm. as well. And uh, he said that Saoirse is going to be in a movie called The Outrun that was based on one of his favourite books about the Orkney Islands off Scotland. So I was like, oh, interesting. And then I looked up the movie. It's not out till the end of this year, but it is made. And um, the movie looked really good. And the book, it's based on this book anyway, about a woman who, um, she grew up on a farm in the Orkney Islands. And they're very remote islands. Like the landscape reminded me of sort of Dewey, round Atlantic Drive where I grew up. So 
um there's a lot like see if you don't like really deep descriptions of scenery that go on slightly too long you may not like the book but i can just about handle it um so anyway she grows up and then her dad is sort of manic depressive so she has quite a turbulent upbringing and uh her mom's a born-again christian and her and her brother just have had quite a tough life with her parents like so as soon as she can she can't wait to get off the Orkney Islands and she moves to London but when she gets to London she leads this real party girl like hedonistic lifestyle and then she becomes an alcoholic and uh, so her whole 20s are just really really tough with drink but the way it describes alcoholism in it is really interesting. Like the research that's gone into the book's incredible. So anywho, then when she's kind of trying to sort her life out, she realizes that she needs to get back to nature and back to the Orkney Islands again. And uh, no, I have to, I'd give it like ten out of ten. It was a brilliant book. It actually sounds amazing. Mm, I can't wait to see the film. I didn't zone out this time, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Because just when he, your man. Um, he, I mean, every time he shows pictures on Instagram of scenery and stuff, it always reminds me kind of of like Iron Moore and Dewey and everything. And then whenever he shared about that, I was like, oh, that movie sounds brilliant. And the book's just phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. So it's called The Outrun by Amy Liptrot. Um And yeah, hopefully the movie will be out soon. And I love Saoirse Ronan and pretty much everything. So it should be good. It sounds good. Although the new movie that her and Paul Mescal are in is meant to be shocking. Oh, is it? I can't even think of the name of it. People said it's basically if you've seen that Aaron Paul episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Then that's all you need to have seen. So clearly the movie with Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal is like a shit version of that episode. And that episode was amazing. Yeah. Okay, I'll probably still watch it to Nosy. Mm. It's on Amazon Prime, actually. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess we won't watch it. <laughs> Maybe I will. I don't think so. So our trending topic this week. Willie's okay. chocolate experience. Mm. I think everyone's heard about this by now. And even by the time this airs, you definitely will have heard about it. Yeah, if you haven't heard about it, where have you been? Mm-hmm. I can't believe it was actually called Willie's Chocolate Experience. I know. So we're speaking about a Willy Wonka themed event that was in Glasgow by the House of Illuminati. Even that, like that's alarm bells there. Yeah, like the event company name should have been triggering a little bit of suspicion. So I was on the website, the House of Illuminati, mm-hmm. and all of it was heavily AI generated. Mm-hmm. But the wording in it was all AI generated as well. Yeah. It didn't even make sense. It was just very wordy. Mm. But gibberish. Yeah. £35 for a ticket. Mm-hmm. And in Glasgow, families rocked up to a half empty warehouse. Yeah. With some of the props, <coughs> pardon me, some of the props were quite nice. It yeah, was some just of those big mushroom things looked okay. They were so sparse. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like a big half empty hall and it was meant to be an experience that you could walk around and uh, do things and it'd be weird and wonderful. And there was just nothing. It was, I think there there wasn't even any any chocolate there. No, there was no chocolate. The kids (laughs) got two jelly beans and a half cup of lemonade. Mm -hmm. 
and so there was um act or there was ads up on indeed.com in scotland for people to be um sort of actors event actors for the weekend and they were getting 500 pounds sterling to participate in it so if you wanted to be like an oompa loompa or whatever like different people from the chocolate factory and so all these different like amateur actors and professional actors auditioned and then when they got there on the friday night they were given these really crap costumes and like a script that again was all ai generated gibberish and they were like what the hell gobbledygook yeah gobbledygook exactly and then the next thing they were in the hall collecting their stuff and the hall was still under production and when they got when the actors got there the next day they were like oh my god this is shocking like how are we gonna roll with this but that they did. Mm-hmm. Did you see the interview the guy that was playing Willy Wonka done with? I think it was an Australian or American breakfast show. But he had gone on and it was very funny. He was speaking about it and he said, they were like, at what point do you know, did you know things had gone very wrong? And he was like, well, when the police landed. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously <laughs> enough. When you was going sour. But... He said on his script, it said, there is a man we do not know his name. He is known as the unknown. The unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. This was actually what he had to say. And the main video that was going around was, yeah, the terrifying video of the guy with the mask and he was making weird movements Mm. this was the evil chocolate maker guy and the kids were screaming kids were traumatized i would say there could be court cases over ptsd awful Awful. because well you know the false advertising alone those memes were chose the targeted ads that people in scotland were seeing on their feeds to depict this like beautiful colorful whimsical experience compared to the reality of it like that alone there's definitely going to be some grounds for i don't know you know (laughs) false advertising alone i think because they can refund the tickets they'll get away with it yes but they were saying it's like the glasgow fire fest yes (laughs) it does have fire fest but it's some publicity because they're chatting about it now internationally <laughs> yeah and the other thing is that there's a, a change.org petition to reopen it and it has like five thousand signatures people want them to just open it as is because some people <laughs> were saying it was the funniest experience ever mm. that they laughed the whole way through at yeah. how bad it was you could say like if your kids weren't that young or they weren't that excited, you could probably see the funny side of it. Some of the quotes were sold a dream, delivered a nightmare. <laughs> I read an interview on vulture.com with the Oompa Loompa girl. You know that Oh my god, the one that looked like she was cooking meth. Yeah. She's called Kirsty Patterson and she's really pissed off that she's a meme now. <laughs> <laughs> like she's raging. Is she? Yes. Why did she look so... <coughs> she said she was raging, like, because there were all these people were so angry at her. She had no sweets to give to the children or anything. Jelly beans. Um, her script was awful. She yeah. says it was just horrific. And uh, what did she say? <coughs> people are comparing the image to works of art 
are making their own, showing Patterson as the Mona Lisa. Others are wondering if she is really the missing Kate Middleton in disguise. Oh, stop it. Many are predicting that she'll be among the Halloween costumes you see this year. She opened up and just said, like, she's 29. She wants to get in more into children's entertainment. Um, it's a side hustle. She also does, she's a fire dancer and a yoga teacher. She saw this listed on Indeed.com. She thought, oh, £500 for two days of work. She decided to go. And then she just said she was there and she regretted it so much. She was so, I suppose, like bored, embarrassed. Um, she said the costumes were just awful. There was no body paint. They were told that there'd be like orange body paint to make them look like proper Oompa and there was nothing. So strange. Yeah. She said she felt really guilty and there was just upset kids everywhere and parents like roaring at her and everyone else. But what I can't understand is this wasn't just decided on to create. They started speaking about it in December on the website. You know, promote Yeah, it. so they had plenty of time to build it out. Yeah. Get ready to embark on a journey into the world where dreams taste like chocolate as we approach the much-anticipated Willy Wonka and the Chocolate chocolate Factory experience. Like, immersive delights. Oh, I don't know. I know, I do feel bad. Um, the funny thing as well, the Willy Wonka guy was meant to suck up the evil chocolate maker with a hoover. And then... They didn't provide the Hoover. Oh, God. This guy's going mad out there. Oh. Oh, guys. What are you doing? Anywho. Scouts sounds like one of the disgruntled uh, <laughs> punters of the Willy Wonka <laughs> experience. Or what was it called again? The cho- Willy's Chocolate Experience. Mm-hmm. A chocolate Willy experience. Well, it's the gift that keeps on giving in terms of the memes and everything that are coming out of it. And there's a Facebook group you can go to where you can see loads more. I don't know if you're still allowed in. It was for people who had been, who were like sharing comments and photos and videos of their experience. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more as it unfolds. And I do think it's funny that people wanted to reopen again. That is funny. But who are the people behind it? I want to know who they are. Oh, I did see a big expose on the guy who... Um, it was in London, the company's based, <gasps> the Illuminati house. He makes books as well. He has all these books that are all written by AI. What? He's loads of different weird ventures where he's dabbled in AI to produce something and sell it. I can't remember I, his name now. I must fact check that for next week. Uh, well, I think it just goes to show that AI sometimes doesn't live up to expectation, does it? Yes, you need to do your research, mm-hmm. folks. But anywho, and on that note, you know other crack? No, no other crack. Oh. <laughs> we need to do that more often. Um, so I guess yeah, that is all the crack. We'll yeah. chat tea. I usually usually do that draw. I'm not going to take oh, over oh. here. <laughs> I'm like we'll chat you all next week. Yep, that is all the crack. I guess we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.